It's another edition of the Sports Pod State of Mind. We have a packed show for you guys today. College football committee got it right. They got the final four down. We have our bowl schedule. Penn State's playing Kentucky. We have Mike McCarthy getting fired. We recap our picks. We recap some games, and we look forward to week 14. Let's get into it. Alrighty. Big college football weekend. Oh, yeah. How was your weekend? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. I worked at double on Saturday, so that was a solid 10 hours of watching college football. You said it was pretty busy, right? Yeah, we did get busy. A lot of um, a lot of fans there for the SEC championship. Nice. A lot of Georgia fans. Oh, there we go. So, Dude, I, I got to catch up on some Netflix shows. Oh, did you? I binge-watched uh, The 100, my final season. You're on season six? Five. That's season five? Yeah. Is that the final season? Yeah. They're coming out with season six, so that's really good. I have a couple episodes left in Ozark. Dude, season two is wild. Yeah, it is. Like, like you kind of look back and it's like how many people have been affected by them just moving to the Ozarks. Like, mm-hmm. people's lives get destroyed. Yeah. So, especially like the priest, I always think about, or the minister. Dude, that like, was crazy. The baby is an orphan now. Dude, so, I thought the priest stuff was like, I don't know. The way the way he was so, like, he stuck with the religion and with all that stuff going around him. Even his wife is like, listen, you, you got to, like, come to your senses right now. Mm-hmm. And look what happened to him. It's crazy, but let's uh, let's talk college football. Do you agree with the top four? You got to say I do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we, I do. We both called it. I think we said we had Oklahoma as our fourth team. I think the committee got it right. I mean, they avenged their loss in the Big 12 championship against Texas. How do you think the committee voted? The, what was that one outlier? I, I, think it, I think it had to be... The Georgia 20-point loss to LSU. I mean, you, you can say, this is kind of my thought on it. I think Georgia is possibly a top-four team. I, I think they would beat Notre Dame, and I think they would probably beat Oklahoma. I agree. But the human factor, obviously, Notre Dame's undefeated. You can't not leave them. They, they have to be in. Mm-hmm. And then Oklahoma has only one loss to a Texas team by three. You can say their defense is horrible and all this stuff, but... I mean, winning the Big 12, 12 wins, one loss, like, that's tough. And Georgia had it shot. They were up 28-14. to 14. Dude, that, that's the thing right there. Like, Georgia had it shot. Georgia already had its playoff game against Alabama. Exactly. And just like last year, they blew it. They had a 14-point lead twice in that game. They knocked out the quarterback, the guy that killed him last year, Tua, to put in the backup quarterback, the guy that they ate up last year. Yep. And what happened? Fourth quarter, you got the ball at midfield, punt the ball, let's go to OT. Instead, you call a ridiculous fake punt. Yeah, that's on you, Kirby punt. Smart. Like, I don't I don't feel bad for Georgia because I agree with you. I think that Georgia could be a top four team. I think they're one of the best four teams in the country. But no one wants to see round two like Bama, Georgia. It, it's not even that. Like, to me, all right, so here's – I think the committee based this decision off of what was the team's floor. I don't think it was what was their potential, like were they a conference champion or not, it, that, this, that, whatever. I think it was what was their floor. Because when you look at them, Alabama and Clemson, they dominated everybody. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're going to be in the top four. Notre Dame, what was their floor? They were an undefeated team. At worst, they played a couple really close games to bad teams like Ball States and I don't know. But there was a bunch of them, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But in the end, like they won all of their games. Their worst was still a win. Oklahoma, what was their worst? They lost by three points to Texas, which they ended up avenging in, right. in the you know championship game. So you look at Georgia, what was their what was their worst? They lost by twenty points to LSU. Their biggest their three biggest games of the year were against Florida, LSU, and Alabama. And what do they do? They went one and two. Yep. So 
blew, Come on now. blew two 14 point leads. Like, exactly. And had a horrible, yeah, horrible. That was a horrible call. Like, if you looked at the Bama was expecting it, their defense mm-hmm. was set up in a, like a 4 3 3 or whatever. Mm-hmm. They had five, four down linemen, three linebackers. Like, why the hell? It was like you? a fourth and 11, too, right? Yeah. It wasn't even at fourth midfield. and midfield. Like, you know? And you didn't even pass the ball. Yeah. You're trying to run the ball. The guy was like five yards back. You expect him to run 15 yards for a first down? And, and by the way, we'll get into NFL later, obviously, but Petty, the Ravens, the day after on the same exact field, almost same exact spot on the field, yeah. also ran a fake punt, and it was like a 30-yard game through the air. That's funny. So, yeah. But, dude, honestly, you got to feel bad for those Atlanta fans. I mean, to blow a lead like they did to the Patriots, and then last year they blew another lead in the championship, and then they finally get the rematch that they wanted, and they get the they get two of the star quarterback out. Yep. They blow another lead. How about Jalen Hurts though? Like that story, like just from what last year, story. like from getting benched in the in the final to coming back in the SEC championship mm-hmm. and leading your team. He threw a, the game tying touchdown and then ran for the game winning four. Like that was awesome. Oh yeah, it's not like he came into the game and he was a manager. Like he took over. He had yeah. two touchdowns, he balled out. Did you see the interview of him? He was talking about when he was like him and his dad and his family and he got it was after the national championship last year. Yeah. And they were talking about what does he do? Does he transfer? Does he stay? That's that. Yeah. He was like crying, he's all emotional mm-hmm. about it, whatever. And just to come back and, you know, bounce back the way he did. Even even Nick Saban at the end of the game, did you see that? Nick Saban, he was, almost, he was about to tear up. Dude. And Saban, Saban was, like, happy. Emotion? Yeah, he was getting happy at the end of the yeah. game, too. But, yeah, Hurts, like, I know I saw the one interview after the game, and he was kind of getting real emotional how it's been, like, tough on him and everything. And, like, mm-hmm. now he's graduating in December, which I didn't know. So, like, he's finishing out his degree at Alabama, and he just won the SEC championship. What's better than that? Yeah. So now he's not going to be the all-time leader at Alabama, right? No. So he only had two two years. Yeah, he start. Uh, no, he won two. Na- I think he won two national championships. Or he won. No, because his freshman year he lost to Deshaun Watson. That's right. And then last year he got benched. But there was another year. I'm pretty sure he won one, because it was Alabama Clemson, year one. No, year one Alabama won with fourteen. I think it was Jake Coker was the quarterback. It the was, following year, it was Jalen Hurts' freshman. And he won. No, he lost to Sean Watson. And then he won the next year. The next year, he got benched for Tua. So that would mean he's a junior this year. So like, Yeah, he's, gra- he's graduating in three and a half years. Well, I guess that makes sense then. Even if he's a redshirt, though, like he would still be four years in. So. Yeah, it, it was so impressive. It was just like awesome to see him like mm-hmm. bounce back from two crazy, like the last two years. So Yeah, it was a good story. So anyway, just to wrap up the college football playoff, Ohio State, Finishing, they, they stayed at number six. I was so happy to see that. I was happy with that, too. Jordan, you can't lose to Purdue by 29 points and expect to get into the playoff, no. let alone have a shot, honestly. And they almost lost to a 5-7 and seven Maryland team. Mm-hmm. Like, one more throw, and Maryland beats them. So, Georgia is absolutely better than Ohio State, and I think they got that part of their right. The only thing I was a little upset about, Penn State, okay, the college football playoff committee ranked them 12. So why in the world do they not have a New Year's Six Bowl? Top 12 teams, four of them are in the playoff. The other eight should have the four remaining bowl games. Why do they have all this like, oh, it's got to be a big 12 team. It's got to be a SEC team. Scrap it all. Makes like, no sense. Ever since you had the playoff, you need just get rid of all the, I know the Rose Bowl is supposed to be the Big Ten and the Pac-12 every single year. But when it's a playoff game as the Rose Bowl, it just doesn't mean as much. So put the 12 best teams into a New Year's Six Bowl. Texas just lost to Oklahoma pretty decidingly, like in the fourth quarter. It was close. But Penn State is clearly better than a four-loss Texas. So 
why they got a bowl game over Penn State blows my mind, but Penn State will be playing Kentucky in the Citrus Bowl down in Orlando, so I guess that's exciting for them, but still frustrating that it's just why everything has to be like that. Yeah, I would have liked to have a bigger matchup. I mean, part of me always wants to say that it comes down to money, but Penn State's a decent-sized market. Oh, yeah. It's all about this Big 12 versus... I guess the Sugar Bowl had to be a Big 12 versus SEC team. Why? Why? Because that, that's how it was eight years ago. Like, times change. Put the 12 best teams in. Let's play UCF or LSU or Washington, Georgia, like any... Florida. Let's play one of those teams. Not Kentucky. Like. Yeah, I agree. But, um... At the same time, like, it's Kentucky, so hopefully we get a big win, you know. Yeah, we should. Get another bowl win. That'll put us at 10 wins. Two bowl wins in three years. So. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of changing everything up, though, how would you feel about an 18 playoff? Are you on board with that or not? I would say I definitely like the idea of it because I think what you do then is you do automatic bids for the conference champs. And then I think that does give a shot for, like, UCF to prove themselves. Like, if we had 18 playoff this year, UCF would be yeah. playing Bama. Everyone wants to see that. I mean, we yeah, want to see, fun. like, if UCF can prove themselves or absolutely mm-hmm. get smacked. I think you have to decrease a week, though, in the regular season. And you always have Alabama playing the Citadel or Penn State playing Kent State. Sure, Scrap guys. a week of the cupcake teams and then start the playoff. 18 playoff a week early. I like the idea. What about so, you? all right, so you would rather cut a regular season game because a lot of people who argue for 18 playoff are saying get rid of championship week. Ooh. Now, see, I think a lot's decided championship week. I think it depends on the conference because yeah, a lot. That's true. Because the Big Ten every single year, it's always Ohio State versus Northwestern, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas SEC, it's going to be more competitive, yeah. right? So, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I would like to see 18 playoff. The only thing I could see happening is the way we argue about five and six not getting in, we're going to be saying the same thing about nine and ten mm-hmm. if we get eight teams, you know? Right. More revenue it, for college football. The only thing, like, I do see now is, like, the SEC championship essentially treat it like a quarterfinal game because if Georgia, like, Georgia lost, so they're out. But if Bama had lost, they'd probably still be in. Mm-hmm. But then if you do do the automatic conference championship bid, you could have a team, like, say Pitt would have upset Clemson somehow. And you have a four or five lost team in the playoff. <laughs> so it's like, eh, yeah, what do you do? But I don't know. I, I think it I think it'd be good for college football in general. Oh, they announced the finalists for Heisman. Who is it? Um, Tua, Murray, and Haskins. That's bullshit. No Greer. I thought Will Greer should have been on there. The West year. Virginia product. Slinging that ball down the Big 12. I thought he could be a fourth. I mean, it's like Saquon. Saquon wasn't in it. Was Saquon so was I not in it last that. year, but we know he was the best player in college football. Yeah. Clearly from the draft. So, <laughs> it doesn't really mean a whole lot. I think, dude, if Murray wins it, he's like very clear that he's going to play baseball this year. I wonder if that'd be like the first Heisman candidate to... Not play football. To yeah, to not pursue football. Like I mean, Tim Tebow, but it was a little later in his career. I don't think Murray's gonna win it. You think it's gonna be I Tua? Think Tua yeah. Dude, that Georgia defense. They were good against him. Yeah, they shut him down. And Murray's. Yeah, Murray's been uh, playing pretty well. Obviously, it's a Big Twelve, but I'll, I'll take Murray slightly over Tua. You got anything else for college? We got a couple more weeks until playoff games. Yeah, we like, happen. What's so. with like a like a three week? break i don't know what's it goes back to the bcs from before that you know yeah. it's the way they did it in the past so yeah. <laughs> they gotta keep it up that way yeah but all right want to shift over to nfl let's do it
I finally beat you this week. I went nine and four. You went eight and five. This is not a good week for picks. Yeah, started Thursday night with that Dallas game. Vegas definitely made their money back this week if they were down. But yeah, like you said, Dallas. That was an impressive win, holding the Saints to ten points. Dallas played perfect, absolutely perfect. Dak Prescott started the game seventeen for seventeen. If it weren't for Phil Rivers, then like the week before he would have had the record with that. Yeah. I think he finished the game 24-28. That's pretty efficient. Yeah, it is. Dude, their defense played great. Their running game was great. Zeke, I know Zeke is already considered one of the best running backs, but for real, if you watch him play, he turns what every single running back, what would be a two yard gain, he turns into four or five. Yeah. Every single play. I mean we it was uh, impressive. We can talk about how impressive the Cowboys were, but we, we have to bring up the refs. They were horrible. Were they? Oh my gosh! I was I didn't even, I didn't notice much. Were All right, actually? Jalen Smith. There was a clear. He should have been ejected. Thank you. Yeah, I clear agree targeting. That. that was clear targeting. And yep. there was a call on third. It was third and uh, third and eleven. I think it was Beasley called a pass. His knee was down. And it should have been fourth and two. And the Saints they gave couldn't challenge. And the Saints couldn't challenge it. Yep, you're right. And that was surprising because Sean Payton's one of the best coaches, so why is he blowing his challenges in the right. first, second quarter? There were some bad, like, those were two that really stuck out to me, and I know there was one favoring the Saints as well, so it wasn't all favoring the Cowboys, but just in general, there was, like, a pass interference that was kind of iffy, and they bring, you know, they bring on these, like, the call-by-call call analysts bring on the rules analyst or whatever in New York, and they're like, yeah, this is what should happen. And then for that game, it was just like the complete opposite of whatever that guy said. And it was just like, yeah, this should be targeting. He should be ejected. And it was like a no call. It was horrible. We talked about refs deciding games before. And who knows if, you know, Jalen Smith is a stud linebacker for them. So Yo, not even him. The other guy they got too, Leighton Vanderess. Oh, he's good. Dallas is going to have some crazy linebackers for the next 10 years. Those guys are monsters. Both of them can make the Pro Bowl this year. As a rookie and a sophomore. Yeah. Yeah, I was impressed by Dallas. I thought their defense played great. Dak played really well. Zeke played awesome. The line's looking. Ever since they fired their line, their offensive line coach a couple weeks ago, offensive line's been playing great. They signed Amari. The first week they had Cooper, he played, they played bad the first week. But ever since then, I think they're four games in a row now. One, four out of five with Amari Cooper. So that trade was looking like it was worth it after everybody was roasting them for giving away a first round pick. Dallas is looking like the playoff team. They're looking like the NFC East winner. They're seven and five right now, which means they could either go eleven and five or seven and nine. I mean, hey, seven and nine—that's looking like the Eagles right now, man. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> the Eagles-Cowboys game—if the Eagles win tonight versus the Redskins, which they will—I think they should. It, they'll be six and six, and the Cowboys will be seven and five. That game should decide the division next week. It'll be Eagles-Cowboys, and then because the the Cowboys still have to play the Colts, and the Eagles still have to play the Rams and the Texans. Eagles are in must-win mode. They can only afford to lose one more. They should be 2-1 right now. They have a game against the Redskins tonight, which they'll win. Then they have the Cowboys and Redskins. Three of our five remaining games are division. So it's wow. going to be... It's, it's, it's really going to come down. We need to either beat Houston or beat the Rams. So... Well, I think you have a better shot at beating Houston because I don't know how I feel about them yet. I mean, obviously, they won nine straight, so they're pretty good. But I don't know if they can be a Super Bowl team. Yeah. Dealers Chargers last night. I was surprised by that. Chargers pulled. The, I, I guess I wouldn't really call it an upset. Was it thirty three thirty? Pretty yeah. close game all game, wasn't it? Well, Pittsburgh had a fourteen point lead and they blew it, which was the first time they've ever done that. I, I think it was the first time they've ever blown that game, or blown a fourteen point lead at home. Um, they were watching the Georgia game or something, I guess. 
<laughs> yeah, right. But no, that was the first time in franchise history wow. that they played in that. That's so that's crazy because they've been around since like World War One, you know? <laughs> you think the Chargers are for real? Yeah. I don't know how you can say they are for real, mm-hmm. right? Like they have an awesome team. They have a franchise veteran quarterback. Defense is playing phenomenal. They just went on the road to Pittsburgh in November, in December. Yeah, dude. I got to say Chargers are legit. Phil Rivers is having his ninth kid. Did you see that tweet? Oh, is he actually? So the nine kids plus him and the wife, that's a full NFL team right there. Yeah, that is. But, dude, Steelers, I mean, they lost two in a row now. Was not expecting that. I thought they would be picking up stride going into the end of December. So they now are tied. They have seven wins, right? Yeah. All right, so them and Baltimore are tied. Now, Pittsburgh has the one tie on their on their record. Benefits them. So they have the half-game lead mm. over the Ravens. Wow. It's a tight race. Two weeks ago, man, I was telling you that the Ravens were going to miss the playoffs, and now they could win the division get a playoff game. It all depends on what Pittsburgh does these next couple weeks. Wow. Because I know we've talked about the Ravens' schedule being pretty difficult, having to go to L.A. and go into Kansas City. Yeah. But Steelers have to play the Saints, and they got to play the Patriots. That's tough. That's probably two losses for them right there. Who would have thought that the Ravens would have a chance to win the division? After losing three straight games. Remember me saying a couple weeks ago that the Ravens-Steeler game was going to decide the division? Yeah. And Pittsburgh won it. We don't know. Well, we got to see what happens. Yeah. You want to talk about the Ravens-Falcons? So, Baltimore held Matt Ryan to 121 yards passing. I don't know the last time Matt Ryan's thrown for less than 250. <laughs> he was MVP two years ago. Baltimore shot him down. They didn't run the ball at all. They couldn't pass the ball at all. Ravens show up with a rookie quarterback in Lamar, and they're moving the ball down the field. Did RG3 get in the game too? He did. So Lamar got hit one play, and they, they took him out because they thought he had a concussion. And he went two for four, you know, moved the ball down the field a little bit. But the thing that really impressed me about the Ravens was the way that they're able to possess the ball. Okay. Because ever since Flacco got hurt, all of a sudden they're able to run the ball very effectively. The one guy is an undrafted rookie. Gus who, Edwards. Yeah, he's been running for like 100 yards every single game. Lamar has averaged, I don't even know how many yards. I think he's at over 200 yards now through three starts. You guys just had Collins go down for the year, too. He got put on IR, and honestly, I looked at that, and I was like, we got a whole line of guys. Exactly. Yeah, that's Uh, that's awesome to see. Yeah, and on top of that, defense started out the year amazing. Then they went through a little funk, and now they're playing great again. That's awesome. So that's good to see, especially with Kansas City and Chargers coming up. Oh, yeah. And plus, they they just look more motivated now that Lamar's playing. Like, they're more fired up. They want to win. Yeah, and that's always been a flaw of Joe Flacco's was his personality. Average show. Average show's gym. I like if they make the playoffs. All right, so Flacco apparently is healthy now. I still think Lamar's gonna start this week. You ride with Lamar, I was gonna say, what I do you ride, do? Yeah, I would ride with Lamar. Till he screws up or see or that's what? the thing because they don't have they can't kind of screw they can't really play around here. They gotta kinda decide. Dude, in the playoffs, what I, do want, you do? I want Joe. I want Joe in the playoffs. Yeah, in the playoffs. I want Joe starting. So But you stick with Lamar for until he I guess, until Lamar screws it up. Because Lamar's been playing pretty well. I don't want to say he's been playing great because he obviously he hasn't been playing great. But there's some throws that he's making, and it's like, we got to put Joe in the game. So I think it was like a double route or a deep crossover. And the guy, I think it was Brown, would have had a wide open, like literally could have crawled in the end zone, and he missed him. Yep. Lamar missed him. Yeah, because that was early in the game. Atlanta scored a field goal on their first drive. Baltimore went down, scored a touchdown, got the ball back. Could have been 14-3. to three. Instead, oh, yeah. we missed that. Turned the ball over. Ends up going 10-7. to seven. Falcons are up. Now, Ravens ended up winning the game by, like, two possessions or something. So, second half, they dominated. But... Could have been over a lot faster. Yeah. What other games in the NFL? I mean, Vikings-Pats was the game of the week, I believe. 
Pats won what twenty four ten. Twenty four to ten. Vikings are in trouble, I think. They have a tough, they have a tough schedule See, remaining. I talked about that on uh, last week's show. I don't even think they're making the playoffs. I still think they'll make the playoffs, especially now that Packers are officially done. But that entire game, like the score was only twenty four to seven. It could have easily been forty to nothing. Like Patriots dominated that game. Patriots defense, I thought was one of the worst defenses in the league. They shut down Minnesota's offense. They played fantastic. Adam Thielen, he had that stretch of games. I think it was like nine straight games that he had over 100 yards receiving. He had, I think he had two catches yesterday, 20 yards. Like, that's the one thing against the Patriots. They'll always take away your strength. They're not going to let your number one guy beat you. And they took down Adam Thielen. And there was one play in the third quarter where Minnesota got the call and they wanted to rush up to the line real quick, snap the ball, get another playoff, so New England couldn't challenge. And one of the Patriots was injured. And so they stop the clock, they're waiting for it, and eventually Belichick throws the flag. And Adam Thielen is standing around the sideline where Belichick was. Did you hear about this? I saw him confronting, like, try to go at Belichick. He's screaming at Belichick. He's like, this bullshit. Like, you know, just, like, calling yeah. him out. Belichick's like, shut the f*** up. Like, <laughs> he's like, get back to your sideline. <laughs> and then and then what was kind of cool, immediately after, the ball got thrown to Thielen, and he dropped it. And it was right in front of Belichick. And Belichick turned his head like, what's up? Two plays later, Thielen dropped another ball. And at that point, it was like, all right, they're really in his head. I mean, Thielen's the only white guy that Belichick doesn't have. That's what so, I was thinking. I'm like, wait a second. You should be getting ready to sign this guy in a couple of years. Yeah. Like, don't get on his bad side. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm surprised he didn't end up on the Pats earlier than he did. Like, I think he went undrafted. Yeah, man, but the Patriots, you know, it's... um Typical Patriots. Same old Patriots. You, you want to know... So consistent. Do you think they're the favorites now that Kansas City had that whole cream hunt? Not a doubt in my mind. And Not a single doubt in my mind you wanna they know, would be in the Super Bowl this okay, year. Okay, you know who released... I'll tell you why. Belichick, probably like... I mean, let's just call it Videogate at this point. I think Patriots... Think he was holding on to that? Oh my gosh, yeah. They were waiting for the right time. You know, Kansas City high, what, 10-1, 10-2. Yeah, let's tell TMZ to release this video when it happened in February. And guess what? That's so that's so Bill Belichick, like I if you've ever heard it. And a lot of people, you know what, are gonna argue and say, no, they would probably wait until the playoffs, you know, right? Except Kansas City's got a pretty tough schedule coming up and New England needs to get that number one seed. Yep. So it's Classic. much better. Let them drop the games now. Go ahead, let them come back to New England in January. Let's see what without, happens. Without without a cream hunt yep. on the road, like you said. And by the way, Patrick Mahomes 0-1. Only one game, but here's a stat for you. <laughs> here's a stat for you. So, another classic yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers confirming to me that the Patriots will be in the Super Bowl. Okay. Because the one knock on the Chargers, they're a great team, right? They always have these great seasons, um, but they can never quite get it done. They always miss the playoffs by a game, mm-hmm. or they get in the playoffs, which hasn't been for like five, ten years, I feel like, um, and they're not the same team, you know? They go out to the East Coast and they can't win. So them coming out to Pittsburgh last night, playing a good team on Sunday night, primetime, Winning that game, that was impressive. But to me, that tells me that Pittsburgh really doesn't have it together. Mm-hmm. They went on that little stretch there, and then they had their stupid plays last week in Denver that cost them the game. Um, that had me going on a rant last week. Yeah. And then, again, man, they had a two-touchdown lead. They're playing at home. They're playing a team that's known for not being able to play on the East Coast, and they blow it. What's your so. stat? What is it? All right, so he, here's all the people against Tom Brady okay. in their career. Okay. Phillip Rivers, 0 for 7. Against Tom Brady and the Patriots. Wow. Ben Roethlisberger, two for eight against Tom Brady and the Patriots. Let's name some other teams that could be in the playoffs. The Texans. Texans have never beaten the Patriots in franchise history. They've been a team since 2002. 
and they've never won against the Patriots. Andrew Luck, we're saying they might get into the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? 0-6 against the Patriots. <laughs> like, the list goes on and on, man. Any team, just t- name any single team. You think the Chargers are going to go to New England no. end of January when it's 10, 15 degrees no. out and win? Hell no. <laughs> you think Pittsburgh's going to do it? No. They can't. They've never been able to do it. What about Baltimore, dude? What's Joe Flacco's record? You have that one written down? Nope, because they didn't say it on TV today. Because <laughs> it's probably a positive record. Of all the teams, man, Baltimore. Denver had a little stretch the last yep. two years with Peyton Manning. Oh, yeah. But of all the teams, Baltimore's the team that plays the Patriots well. And the difference is, a lot of those teams, you got to get the Patriots at home, right? Like Kansas City does not have a shot unless it's in Kansas City, right? right? Chargers. Unless that game's being played in L.A., they probably don't. They don't have a shot. They're own 7 Baltimore can go to Foxborough yeah. and play. That's they're used to the weather, used to the competition. I mean, you got Joe. Like another big thing about the Ravens is, I feel like their coaching staff is underrated because Baltimore, to me for sure, has a top five, top ten front office and coaching staff. Like they're just a well-run organization, mm-hmm. and so yeah, man, they can go up to Foxborough and they can compete. The one thing I always have against the Steelers is their coaching staff. They're always unorganized, unprepared to me. The Chargers, I don't even know who their head coach is. Like, can tell you. I'm pretty sure he's pretty young. Like, because they've been having bad seasons. They've been going through coaches the last couple of years. Andy Reid, isn't he known he's for choking in the playoffs? Yeah, he's known for cho- he he always has good offensive teams. And then when it comes playoff time, with the Eagles, I think he led them to five NFC championships, one Super Bowl yep. appearance. Yeah, man. So Dude, I actually I didn't have the Ravens in my playoffs last year, but after you like read read through all that. I'd enjoy a Ravens Patriots AFC championship or semi like whatever it is if they don't Do you get Joe Flacco on fire going into Foxborough? I'd actually I'd love to see that. That could be it. That really could be the game this year. Yeah. And you know what would suck? If they go to Foxborough and they lose, Flacco's probably the start of next year. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably the start. Yeah. I'm gonna do it all over again. No. And, dude, the thing about the Patriots, though, they're so amazing. Like, 18 years, 20 years now, they're still doing it. Like, you think of all the great franchises in the league, they all go through their droughts. Like, Green Bay, they're known as a great franchise, right? They're a mess right now. They just fired their coach middle of the season. Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh, they're always, you know, they've been a mess all season with all the drama that they got. Um, And even over the years, they've always been dealing with drama. The Saints, they're kind of known as one of those great franchises, right? But they had a three-year stretch a couple of years ago that they couldn't make the playoffs. Yeah. New England, every single year, has been doing it. Yeah, it's unheard of. It's unheard of. Give credit where credit's due, man. I agree. I think they'll be back. I'm telling you, Patriots, Saints, I'm sticking with it. When I made, I I said Kansas City. Now, I'm going to stick with it for now, but obviously that video hurts. I'm losing a starting running back. And just, you know, Kareem Hunt could catch the ball. He could run the ball. Like, he, he was kind of like do it all back. When you lose someone like that, that means Kelsey has to step up. Tyreek Hill has to step up. Sammy Watkins. All these guys who are already playing at really high levels, they got to step it up even more now yeah. to account for that for that loss. You got to have, Sp- like, Spencer Ware, the backup running back. He has to step up. I know they were bringing in a couple guys. Shondari... West, he was the running back a couple years ago. They brought him in for a workout. They're probably going to be signing another guy here soon. But everyone in that organization, I mean, the defense isn't great. So the offense has to was already playing at a high level. Now you just lose that player, that's tough. Now, is Kareem Hunt, I see, because I don't know a whole lot about Kansas City's offense. I know that he puts up great numbers, but do you think he's really going to be that big of a loss for him? Or is he the kind of guy that they can put in and Dude, make I it work? I don't know. 
You I know? mean, you really hadn't heard about what. I mean, Spencer Ware plays pretty well when he gets in there, but I think I I do think they take a pretty heavy loss. Yeah, because they scored forty points yesterday without him. But it was against Oakland. Oakland. You probably can't run the ball as well now, so you might drop eight and defend the pass a little more now that he's gone. So that really changes up everything. Uh, what's yeah. their schedule like the end for the rest of the year? Dude, they got Baltimore, they yeah. have Seattle, and they have the Chargers to finish off with the Raiders. Yeah. So that's three straight really tough games. That's tough. And they're playing. All right, so two home games back-to-back against the Ravens and the Chargers, yeah. and they're in Seattle on Sunday night, which is one of the toughest places to play. They, so, they measure earthquakes up there. If I had to bet money on that... What do you say? They go that stretch right there. Dude, if they go 1-2, and two, I won't be shocked. Yeah. And 1-2 and two puts them at 4 losses, 12-4. and four. That still gives them a... They could still get a bye with 4 losses. They could, unless the Chargers, who also have 4 losses... Beat them and they go twelve and four. Jeez. And all of a sudden, Kansas City is a five seed. Yeah. Then they have to go on the road for a wild card game, and yep. then on the road they'd be on the road for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. So even if they were able to keep that bye week, it comes down to the AFC Championship. Are you playing in New England or not? Mm-hmm. And the Patriots have the Dolphins, the Bills, the Jets, and then they have that tough Steelers game. So Patriots, they're either going to go thirteen and three or twelve and four. Kansas City's looking at. 12 and 4. Or what are they right now? They only have two losses right now, right? Mm-hmm. But if they can somehow squeak out two wins, whether it's the Ravens and the Chargers or the Chargers and Seattle, mm-hmm. and then obviously beat Oakland the last game of the year, that would give them the number one seed, and then it'd have to come through KC. So that is something interesting to watch as the weeks go on. But yeah, we have it's exciting times in the NFL, man. For sure. So wait, I'm trying. Right, I just want to run this through my head real quick. If they had the number one seed, Patriots had the number two seed. Texans have number three. Mm-hmm. Let's say Pittsburgh has number four. Yeah. Chargers five, Ravens six. Right. I think it's going to be. All right. Let's yeah, just say it's yeah. like that. That would put Ravens at Houston. Houston. Winnable. Yes. And then Chargers at Pittsburgh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, the rematch. The lower seed would play Kansas City, which means you're looking at Chargers, divisional opponent. Tough. Very good team. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh won in Kansas City last year. Was it last year or two years ago? It was one or the other. Two years ago. It was last year. Who beat Kansas City? Oh, I th- oh my God. I didn't even realize this, but this proves my point even more. Pittsburgh went to Kansas City two years ago and won. Tennessee went to Kansas City last yes, year and won. That's right. So Kansas City really can't play. That was Alex Smith, though. We've talked about that. I know, but it's also Andy Reid. Yeah. So. Dude, I don't know. It- it's going to be fun. We yeah. know that much. Final four weeks left. We'll see, man. So, um... I mean, we've talked a lot of NFL. Is there anything else? I can think of one more big storyline we got. Packers firing their coach middle of the season. Was it worth it? Was it necessary? What do you think? It was a dumpster fire. It was. And they hadn't really... They hadn't been to the Super Bowl. Had they, made a, they made a Super Bowl when? 2010. That was the last time they made a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. With the GOAT. In parentheses. In I, quotations. The GOAT. Yeah. I don't know. That's See, like, we had this conversation last week where it seems like the Packers haven't done a whole lot since the Super Bowl, but they did go 15-1 the one year. Yeah. They lost in the bogus game the year before or the year after that. Like, there's been a lot of what-ifs, you know, but it's really been the last two years. Even even last year, Aaron Rodgers got hurt. He barely missed the playoffs. This year was the real bad year. Yep. They had enough. Yeah. And it's I mean, like, what do you – you got you got Aaron Rodgers towards the end of his career – you got maybe one one more good run. Like, look at Breeze this year. Like, this might be his last hoorah. After this year, I don't know. I, mean, I don't I think Breeze will play. Actually, I think Breeze is going to play longer than Brady. I think Breeze is in that Brady conversation. It's just that Brady you, gets all the talk and no one's really. 
but do you think that they'll have a better year than they're having this year? Probably not. Right. I think this, like, and then you still have, like, I think the Eagles will be better next year. They still have a lot of young guys to sign through 2020. Plus, you look at their division. Bears are all of a sudden about to be amazing right. for the next decade. Vikings are, I mean, they're, they're iffy right now, but, yeah, they're going to be great, good for the next couple of years. Detroit's a different story, but even they win seven games at least every single year. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think the Saints, like, time is, I don't know, it's dwindling down. But in or terms Sean of Ron, lose. right, yeah. in terms of Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Oh, and plus you want to yeah you want to talk about teams that are going to be around for the next fifteen years. The Rams, their quarterback's two years old. Yeah, like NFC is going to be great for a while. You got to think Jimmy Garoppolo is coming back next year. Seattle still has Russell Wilson for another decade. That, the Cowboys defense is only like Cowboys, scary good. Yeah, plus Aaron Rodgers, he's had two very serious injuries at thirty five years old now. Yeah, what do you think? Like, what do you think the Packers do from here, dude? I. Honestly, honestly, it <laughs> Who comes do they down. Sign? Who do they... So the Packers. Does all their problems just get fixed now that Mike McCarthy's gone? No. Who are they gonna no. hire? Who's better <laughs> than them? Plus, think about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is already known as kind of an uncoachable guy. He's kind of got that reputation as someone who's difficult to work with. I don't know if you watch Bachelor at all. Like his brother Jordan Rogers, <laughs> yeah. when he was on the show. You used to watch, you watch that? I watched it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie. His his uh, fiance is a babe. Yeah, she is. But dude, he Jordan, talk- he used to talk so much shit on Aaron Rodgers. Like their whole family doesn't even Yo, talk to him anymore. Did you he- see Jordan's tweet? That was fired. Like shots fired. Yeah, dude. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers, he's just not. I don't, I don't know. He's always had, like, a personality issue. He always, like, nowadays, You wa- did you watch that game yesterday? Like, the entire game, he didn't look like he cared at all. The Cardinals, dude. Like, I feel like he actually told Jason Crosby to miss the field goal on purpose just so they would fire him. You know? <laughs> I think that's the point that Aaron Rodgers is in. 3-9 Cardinals. 3-9 so. now. So they, were, they were 2-9 and yesterday. How, did that, how does that happen? Playing in Green Bay. You're talking about Arizona Cardinals who play in a dome every single game. Josh Rosen, who's played at UCLA his entire life. California I mean, his entire life. They go up to Green Bay early December and get a win. Unforgivable. That's what that is. I saw this kind of crazy stat too. All right. Look at so Aaron Rodgers is getting paid thirty three million this year. Okay. Correct. Number one paid player in the league. Look at the top six highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL right now. None of them lead their division. Let me guess. I am going to give you those six right now. I don't know who the six are, but uh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> gotcha. Um, Russell Wilson was one of them. He got paid. But I think Jimmy gets paid more. Oh, well, I guess he's not winning. He, he's not leading his division, right? right? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Cousins. He just got paid $28 million. That makes sense. Okay. So we got Kirk Cousins. We got Russell Wilson. Phillip Rivers and or Case Keenum. Yeah. I know he just signed a contract. They're not leading the division. Joe Flacco, not yep. leading the division. Andrew Luck, not leading the division. Alex, Alex Smith, probably. Or Eli Manning. Either way, Eli Manning's in fourth place. Right. All right, so six, which means that'd be two divisions that... Their quarterbacks are leading the division, which I think would be. Man, this is crazy. Actually, looking at it now, I would say Saints and I would. Yeah, like the next part of my rant was going to be how Tom Brady takes pay cuts, but he does. He he does. Yeah, but at the same time, like AFC East, all their quarterbacks suck. That would make sense. Drew Brees and Tom Brady being the only quarterbacks to lead the division. At the same time, though, so you think about that. If you're getting paid a lot, then obviously your team can't pay for other players, right? Mm-hmm. So you look at the other players like the Bradys and you know all those guys that take pay cuts, more money to sign more players, right? You got a better team. So going back to Aaron Rodgers, he's getting paid all this money. He's got a bad personality already. He's not coachable. Mm-hmm. He wants to have guys that are there that can play. He's he can play his system. And Jordy Nelson got a trade. Yeah, you take away his Jordy Nelsons and all of his other stars, and you put in these young undrafted guys, or not, you know, just young guys. 
that's all they can afford to have, you know, right? Yeah, because he's taking up, what, probably like a fourth of the salary cap. Right. So you take all of that into consideration. You think he's really just going to have some brand new coach come in and Aaron's just going to let that guy take over? It's going to be his team? Like, no. You saw the memes yesterday when Aaron Rodgers was up at the podium. The thing underneath was Green Bay Packers coach. Like, this is Aaron Rodgers' team. He runs the <laughs> show. He's already, you know what his personality's like. Like, this is his thing. He's not going to let you tell him what to do. You think he's going to have some coach come in there and just do that? No. I think you had a better shot at Aaron Rodgers retiring early. I think he could even give up some of the money on that Green Bay contract. Get out of there. Don't let his legacy get too tarnished. Go open an insurance company, probably. Go like, start a bunch go, of state farms, honestly. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like... Dude, something to sleep on. Madness. But Aaron Rodgers. We talked about him being maybe overrated last week. He might be out of the league before we know it. 35 years old. That's a thought right there. Anything else in week 13 that we missed? I think that's. I think we covered it all. Make our picks. Yeah, so you are 42-21 and 21 on the year for a solid 67%. Lost by 69. Darn. And then I'm 40-24 and 24 at 63% on the year. So I'm, I'm catching up there. Three games back, so... Let's run through week 14. Jags-Titans, Thursday night for the best color rush game of the year. If they're even still doing the color rush. Jags will probably show up in white just to make everyone mad um, like they have been all season. Who do you got? I'm going to go Titans. I'm going to go Titans, too. Titans are in that wild card position. Right, they're fighting. There's a couple teams in the AFC. Remember, like, we said it a couple weeks ago that we thought we underestimated the AFC. AFC has Dude, the Dolphins four or five are, teams. Yeah, Dolphins are 6-6. Six and six. I know they're not really getting talked about much, but like they're still in the hunt. They're in the hunt. Denver all of a sudden is in the hunt. They've won three straight games. Yeah, yeah Titans, Colts, Titans Colts, are in the hunt. Colts, Colts are in the hunt. Yeah, Ravens uh, got, they better make it. Raven, yeah, so all those teams are at 6-6. Six and six. Ravens are at 7-5. and five. Mm-hmm. So we got the one game there. And you own the, you own the tiebreaker, too. We have so the you tie- essentially have a two-game lead. Pretty much. But we still have the Chargers and the Chiefs. Yeah, too, that's so. tough. And we lost the Browns earlier in the year, and I'm pretty sure they're they're our last divisional game. Baker coming to Baltimore. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. So I'll go Titans. Jets. Bills. It's a tough one to pick. We, what happened to Sam Darnold? Yeah, I was gonna say, is he hurt? Like, is he gonna be coming back this year or what? I I, I would like to see Darnold versus Allen because I'm probably gonna go Bills here. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bills just because it's in Buffalo. Panthers, Browns. Six and six on the verge of not making the playoffs. They were on fire. After that Ravens game, when they beat the Ravens, they were playing fantastic. And now Cam, all of a sudden, Cam last yesterday, he threw four picks. Remember start of the year, man, Cam's really turned it around now that they brought North Turner in there to help coach him. Nope, same old Cam. (laughs) Same old inconsistent Cam. You know Cam and the Panthers have never made the playoffs in back-to-back seasons? It's so that's so Carolina for you. So inconsistent. McCaffrey's been a beast though. He has been having like thirty-one points in fantasy this week. So Mm -hmm. Browns at four and seven. Jeez, who are you taking? This is a tough one, man. This really is a coin flip for me. It's in Cleveland. I gotta pick Panthers. Yeah, I, I just can't pick against them because they're they're in must-win mode right now. Mm -hmm. I think they I think they go to Cleveland and handle business, turn things around. Maybe we'll see. Man, speaking of tough games to pick, Falcons-Packers. Two teams that should have been better mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, I think we both had them in the playoffs to start the year. Packers, Packers. Aren't pl- Packers aren't playing for anything. Like, either are the Falcons. It's They're going to be a mediocre team, finish, you know, 6-7, you know, whatever, 6-7 wins, and get a 14th pick in the draft. I'm probably going to go – I'll go Packers. Like, See, that's that classic game, though, that where Matt Ryan is going to come out and throw 400 yards. Julio's going to have 200 yards. Right. (laughs) I mean, the way my picks have been going, like, I'm nervous about that game. Ravens, Chiefs. Chiefs. Ravens. (laughs) I I can't, I can't, no. 
back down on them. <laughs> I'm back on the Ravens hype train. I don't think they're going to be the number two seed, like I said earlier, but... Just don't like the playoffs, maybe. They're, they're a dark horse. They're back in the dark horse conversation. Like I'll put that. them there. I don't like that. Patriots, Dolphins. Patriots. It's in Miami. I don't care. Patriots <laughs> are my 30. Patriots. Saints, Bucks. Hey, Bucks? Bucks beat them last time. One of two losses for the Saints yep. early in the year, and they just beat Carolina. Dang, so Bucks on a hot streak. You gonna go with them? No. <laughs> yeah. Saints. <laughs> I got the Saints though. Look for the Saints to bounce back. Giants, Redskins. What are the Giants doing? Are they striving for mediocrity at this point? I thought they were tanking, and then last week happened. So, <laughs> Giants on the road in DC. You know what, dude? These games were a lot easier to pick in the middle of the season. That doesn't make any sense because usually at this point you're supposed to know what teams are. But, man, Redskins. I wish I could watch them tonight because it's been like 10 days since we last saw them play. Um, You know, if they come out and somehow beat the Eagles tonight, they're in, they're still on the hunt. So, I'm going to go Giants. They just brought in, Redskins just brought in Reuben Foster too. You see that? Yeah, I did. Third domestic. He has three domestic violence charges in the past, like, two years. I'm surprised they didn't get Kareem. <laughs> Eagles should pick up Kareem Hunt. AP and Kareem? Oh, oh my God. That's a duo for you. Hide the kids. Hide the wives. Oh, hide the children. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Giants. Right, yeah. <laughs> Colts, Texans. Oh, that's bad. Texans won nine straight, right? Since going 0-3. I'm going Colts. Yeah. They have. And I think this is when it ends. I said two weeks ago and they kept winning, but I think See, now this is when the streak ends. I had the Colts in the playoffs, so I gotta, I'm got i going to go Texans. I think 10 straight. Screw it. 10 straight. I don't know what happened with the Colts last week. Yeah. I really don't. Lady Dud versus the Jags. I got to hope that that was a fluke and they're going to bounce back, so I'll go Colts. Bengals, Chargers. Chargers. 0-3 with Hugh, man. Yeah. I don't even know who the, who the Bengals quarterback is. Driscoll or whatever. Is it Driscoll? Something like that. Yeah. All right. He's uh, definitely not going to get a winning. Let's bring in, um, bring in Matt Flynn. <laughs> Out of retirement? Yeah. What's wh- What quarterbacks can we bring back to... Uh, I can think of one. Who? Tim Tebow. I was going to say Kaepernick, but... Let's do it. I'm all for it. I could see um, Marvin Lewis making a move like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Chargers for sure. Chargers. I'm dis- so disappointed. Told that. you, man. Should have believed me. Same old Bengals. Broncos, 49ers. Broncos. Yeah, Broncos are. Straight. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. Broncos. Eagles, Cowboys. <laughs> you know who I'm picking, man. Convince me otherwise. Take those How Cowboys. are the Eagles going to turn it around? They're going to win tonight. They're going to be one game back of the Cowboys in the division. Then they're going to go to Dallas, make a statement, and the rest is history. Okay. Eagles. I say Zeke goes off for 120, Amari Cooper goes off for another 120, and Dak continues that hot streak of completions. But, hey, we'll see. <laughs> so, that'll, you know what? If the Eagles win that game, that's, that's really going to spice up the division. Mm-hmm. Because if Cowboys win, they're, they're probably going to win the division. Yeah, 100%. Steelers are going to Oakland. Steelers, they finally turn things around. You think so? You yeah. think they snapped this two-game losing streak? Oakland just scored 33 points yesterday. Finally. Like, where's that offense been all year? True. I'm still going to Steelers. Yeah, I'm going to go Steelers, too. Here's a I, I want to pick the Raiders. You want to pick I'm, the- not, I'm not going. I'm going to stay with the Steelers. But <laughs> if the Raiders win, don't be surprised. That's all I'm saying. Lions, uh, Cardinals. Lions coming off a loss against Seattle. Cardinals upset. I don't even know if you call it an upset. Whatever. Versus the Green Bay. I go Lions. Got to go Lions. Matt Stafford, probably 350 yards. Three touchdowns, two picks, and they're going to finish out 8-8. Eight eight. Here we go. We got two good games to end it. Rams and wow. Bears. Rams or Bears coming off a disappointing loss versus the Giants in overtime. I must say this game comes down to coaching. Sean McVay versus Matt Nagy, and I think McVay gets the edge. 
I like Chicago. I like them more than I liked them at the beginning of the year. Kind of like them being at home in this situation too. But I mean, it's gonna be. It's probably gonna be Mitch's. Hopefully, Mitch's first game back from injury. Yeah, I don't think. Did we know Daniel was gonna be out again mm-hmm. versus the Giants? I don't think we knew that when we made the picks. But yeah, hopefully he's back. Makes it a little more interesting. Rams by eleven. That's my guess. And then Vikings Seahawks. You on Seahawks? Oh yeah, Seahawks for sure. See, I'm still believing in the Vikings. I don't know why I am, but I mean Kirk Cousins. He he has a he's great at proving people wrong. Let's just say that we all thought that Green Bay was gonna snap it last week and beat them. Instead, he yeah. plays great. And this week, everyone got back on the Vikings hype train, and what happened? So everyone's, everyone's jumping. I'm gonna hop back on. Yeah, they're gonna <laughs> Seattle Monday night. They're gonna play good. Doubtful. Doubtful. <laughs> all right, man. Does that wrap it up? I think that about wraps it up. All right, guys. Any closing comments? Go birds. All right. All right, peace. See you.